1: We're millions strong, with folks tuning in from over 200 countries. We are education. We are entertainment. We are the future of food. May is our membership drive. Become a member and support us while receiving e-newsletters, advanced invites, special discounts, and a membership card. We need your support. Visit our website and click the donate button to become a member today. Thank you for believing in us, and enjoy the show.
2: We talk about food, we talk about music with musical dudes, finger on the pulse, snacky tune.
3: Oh man, can you feel those summer vibes? I can if it wasn't uh, like 60 ah. degrees outside. It's, it's warmer than that. I had to have you bring me a jacket. Summer vibes. Not quite. Uh, that was just pure X, thousand year old child. They are crammed in here. They tried to resist the pizza. They <laughs> <Yeah>. said, <laughs> I couldn't possibly eat pizza before I played. And we're looking at a bunch of empty Roberta's trays. It's oh too good. Yeah. It's good. It's too good. Uh, Well, we're very, very excited. It's a huge week in food. We have our first barbecue blowout. It's like a continuum of last week. I know. Last week was the James Beard Awards. Shout out to everybody who won. Shout out to everybody who got nominated. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to all the after parties. Nomad. Crazy. Pretty Pretty good. (laughs) Uh, But our first barbecue blowout tomorrow is with the boys from Brooklyn Brewery. Garrett and Andrew. We'll have Summer Ale on tap from Brooklyn Brewery. Turing Machine will be DJing, and you can get tickets. Yeah. Food Republic's going to be there. Eventbrite will be there. Heritage Radio Network will be there. BBQ com. Tickets are selling. Yeah. $10 in advance, $15 out the door. Gets you a plate of food and a beer. Hangs. Hangs. Yeah. Hangs. And if you like Turing Machine, go back and listen to their episode a few, uh, few episodes Ep- episode back. Episode 150. Episode 150. But uh, we're not here just to talk about us. Not always. Uh, we have... Mm. Rarely, actually. Rarely. We have the one, the only, James Casey, all the way from Manhattan via Skype on the show right now. James, how are you?
4: Good, good, good. Thanks for having me. Um, I'm so sorry I was not really able to make it out down there today. It, but it's okay. Hopefully this will suffice.
3: It's okay. We've only tried to book you four times, and I figured that if we just didn't get you at least on the phone, we'd never get you on the show. We did so him on the phone. We got him on Skype. We got him on... It's the same thing, isn't it? Excellent. So, James... Well, I'm on,
4: I'm on the phone. You're on and the, the yes. phone. James, I
3: you are the founder of Swallow magazine. And for those who the uninitiated as you say, what is Swallow magazine?
4: Well, um, it's a, it's not the easiest thing to de- to describe, but um the, the best way we've done this so far is to say that it's a food and travel magazine that's sort of unlike any other food and travel man- magazine out there. We've sort of we've we've coined or we've at least claimed that we're sort of the anti-foodie food magazine, but that's probably just a bit of a marketing pitch. Um but each issue is dedicated to a different uh, destination. So the first was the uh, Scandinavian issue, the second was the Trans-Siberian, and then the one that's just coming out now is the Mexico City one.
3: And how did you get the idea for this magazine?
4: What's well, your background? I think it, well, it came from working at uh, other magazines before, it, like more commercial magazines. I'd worked previously for, you know, for fashion magazines, and I think whilst we were working with amazing talent, photographers and writers and stylists, etc. It was just, you know, there was the possibility to work with these people on something completely different. And um, my background growing up, my father had actually published a food and travel magazine himself. So there was always something that I was after that other magazines necessarily didn't capture. And this was way back in the early days of 2009.
3: Oh, the early days. The the early days of 2009. Um, Exactly. So... Since, how would you define how often you are you an annual? I guess once a year,
4: or I think that, I think that's I mean that's that's what we say, but I think that's probably in the past that's been optimistic, and that you know <laughs> two issues came out within a year of each other, and then this one took about just under two years to put together, based on um, some of the production uh, delays and production kind of snafus uh, involved with this issue.
3: And I think some of the snafus came with the snellfuse as the, you uh, had a snitch, s- scratch and sniff. Element to this,
4: exactly. So we worked with this amazing. Uh, she's both an artist and a chemist in Berlin, and she was able to recreate or synthesize and recreate the uh, the smells of Mexico City. So we worked with her to recreate 20 different smells of different neighborhoods and published uh, the issue with uh, with a series of scratch and sift stickers that are sort of stuck throughout the issue.
3: How were you able to pick uh, which smells um, captured Mexico City?
4: Well, I mean, she had she had collected and gathered a list of 200 of the smells, so it was really a case of looking through that list and seeing what sounded interesting, and then between us, synthesizing those smells in her lab and seeing what, from those smells, smelled the most interesting. So we wanted to sort of get a mix of both the sort of not-so-nice, which is fairly common over there, and also a couple of the pleasant smells as well, and just abstract, interesting smells. So there's a lot of industrial smells. There's... For example, there's uh, car pollution, or there's um, vehicle repair shops. But then we've also got sort of you know old trees and and dirt and uh, rotting citrus fruit and you know other sort of strange and wonderful and uh, often rather bizarre smells.
3: How how long does a scratch and sniff sticker keep its smell? Or how many scratches h- do you get out of it?
4: I've been told that they last uh they can last for uh, you know twenty thirty years because the uh the technology that's used to make them is um they're micro encapsulated into the uh the lacquer but um I've been also told that they you know they can last for a while i mean at least over like a uh, hundred rubs so to speak
3: twenty to thirty years is a long time that's a long time that's a lot of time to be smelling an auto mechanic shop mm-hmm. yeah. Um, Exactly. So you also – so you went to Mexico City, but then I I know that you also recreated all the dishes in your apartment, right? Yeah, well, we –
4: this is the first issue where we've um – well, we've created a recipe section. I think in the past we were rather opposed to it. And um, just because I think that, you know, recipes without any context to a story are not that necessary that interesting to us. Um, but for the purposes of this issue, we worked with a restaurant down there that sort of created a list of sort of Mexican classics, but that, that weren't particularly sort of siesta nachos and salsa type Mexican dishes. They were sort of part of an international style of cooking that could be combined with anything else at the table so we you know due to budget limitations etc we ended up shooting that in my apartment um so for the best part of two and a half days we just basically cooked our way through 20 something recipes and just shot the ingredients as they, they were laid out beforehand and then you know photographed the finished dish as well
3: amazing that must have been a fun uh dinner party slash photo shoot to be part of
4: it was probably more fun for those people who were attending, I think. For so those of us who were cooking and shooting, it was a little bit hectic, but yeah, it was great.
3: And so what are the plans now? Now that the, you have the third issue, how do you get the word out? Uh, are you going on tour with it? What are you doing?
4: Yeah, well, i are actually off to Mexico City next week to do an event there. Um, and then come July, we'll be doing a launch event here in New York, which will be a dinner, which you guys will be invited to, of course. Awesome. Um And then, um, you know, we were planning to do more events that are sort of not necessarily connected to each issue, but just continuing with a series of events, you know, wherein we can get interesting people together and take people from different walks, not just food people, but also, you know, people from the worlds of art and film and fashion, you know, all sat down with food people and everyone sort of having a big dialogue.
3: So where's next? What's the next uh, city or adventure?
4: The East Village. East Village? Um,
3: (laughs) Keeping, yeah, it really lo- we, keeping it really we
4: local of, we've we've covered continents we've covered regions we've covered entire cities and now we're just going to cover a neighborhood and i think you know part of that's a little bit of a you know like a nice little joke you know that, that we're able to sort of come back to something small but i also think that as a neighborhood there's a lot of stuff behind closed doors and under the surface that's Ooh. not necessarily that well known so it's going to be a very, very familiar neighborhood, but a very unfamiliar look at that neighborhood, if that makes sense.
3: There's this uh, speakeasy ramen place called Momofuku that's in the East Village that, you know, if you want an introduction, I can, I can
4: make one. Yeah, I've never, I've never heard of it, but I'd love to.
3: Yeah, but uh, all right, there should be a lot of stuff. Um, so, James, uh, where can people get the magazine? Where can they order it? Where can they find it?
4: So, uh, we sell it either, you know, you can go onto our website, which is swallowmagazine.com. And okay. You can buy it there. Or... Um, Alternatively, it's, in, you know, it's not just in New York, but it's in shops worldwide. But I think here in New York, it's definitely over at St. Mark's Books, um, over at McNally Jackson, um, at Kitchen Arts and Letters. So it's all around. Awesome. Well, James,
3: thank you so much. You got a Twitter that people can, or Instagram that people can follow you on?
4: Yep, they're both the same. They're just at Swallow Magazine.
3: Awesome. Well, one day we'll have you into the studio, maybe for the uh, East Village
4: one in like three years. Oh, no. It will be, it's going to be out by the end of the year. This one, I promise.
3: Okay, cool. So we'll schedule for a time to come in. We'll feed you pizza in exchange Fantastic. for some East Village uh, Delights. I'm looking forward to it. All right, buddy. Have a good day. Have All fun right. in the city. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We got uh, a couple people, John and Jordana, coming up from the Googa Mooga, which is happening this weekend.
5: I want you to ask me, I want you to reach out and ask a question, but I won't ask for any favors. I want you to test me with something I don't really want, but I look around. There's no one else here that you'd be waiting, that you'd be waiting for. And when you hold the question back, you're you're holding out, but won't go, no Who's gonna go? Who's gonna go? Who's gonna see? And I knew Don't follow up, no sir I Won't follow up, a just a word To fall in fact here And I won't ask Unless you ask me Maybe I'll find a way To put the words right in your mouth And I look around There's no one else here That you'd be waiting That you'd be waiting for But when you hold The question back You're you're holding now But I want. Your heart, and I can't say just what it all means. You're a fruit, you feel, and you pick apart. But I knew you'd put me somewhere a shelf in a shelf just you could reach. And I woke up there, but couldn't tell you why I didn't mind it or how much I would wear. You will be in
3: So I'm going to get to see that amazingness on Friday. Yeah, but they brought out a choir coach how they did at South By. So, you know, dude, what what are you doing here? <laughs> it's actually still really awesome. What I'm doing here, I'm co-hosting a radio show with you while you eat, <laughs> while you elegantly go off mic to eat a like piece of salad. I mean, we're hungry. Yeah. So, I, there's literally, this is the fastest I've ever seen food disappear. Just, you know, congratulations. <laughs> um, so we want to welcome back to the show one of our favorite people of all time ever. Ever official sister of the Breznitz family, Jordana Rothman. Welcome back to Snack Hi, beans. Hi. <laughs> Look.
6: How are you? You've
3: had Chinese food with us and our parents on Christmas. You're officially part of the family. I think that's what counts. I do
6: feel, I do feel that way. I also posed with your mother for a series of very cheeky portraits. So if, you, if you go I on to
3: yeah, if you go on to my Instagram, it was uh, we took mom to a food a night of food events, and she got to pose with Andy Richter from Pock Pock, David Chang. Uh, Mom- uh, Morimoto and uh, Jordana Rothman. Me... <laughs> so, Jordana, welcome back. We are here to talk about one of the most amazing things that we've seen. I'm holding them in my hands, The great Mooga trading cards, which you helped write, produce, make happen.
6: That's right. I, so I was the editorial director on that project, so I, um, you know, helped conceptualize them with the Mooga team, and then I pulled in some writers that I really trust and. Formulated those story ideas and you know worked with our design team and really just sort of brought the brought the vision um, to life, which was really really satisfying for me.
3: Um, they're they're amazing. First thing we got to ask, we open them up. No stick of gum. What's up?
6: <laughs> That's right. Well, it's actually funny that you say that. Um, there is no stick of gum, but the wax pack on the outside is this really bright, vibrant, beautiful hot pink. Yeah. And we pre- we presented them to a number of people. Uh, including apparently Peter Meehan, who immediately tried to bite it as if it was a stick of gum. Oh. So there's something just like inherently delicious, to think, about the way that it looks. So, um, But I, I can't recommend eating it because none of it's edible. Next,
3: so, next year. Next year. The technology's not there. We <laughs> can get 20 or 30 years in a scratch and sniff sticker, but we can't get an edible wrapper yet.
6: <laughs> so That's
3: explain great. to people what these cards are, and you have a bunch of different series, and there's a preview online at slash trading hyphen cards Remember That's that, correct. people, or just search Gugamuga trading cards. I'm sure you find it. But what was what was the, the the impetus? What was the idea behind it?
6: So you know, uh, John, you know the whole the Gugamuga team came to me, and you know they were really looking to find a way to kind of expand the editorial scope and voice of the festival beyond the bounds of, of the three days that the festival takes place, and. Um, you know, there were a number of ideas in play, and, and you know, it was decided that the baseball card uh, format really sort of encapsulated that kind of feel and that aesthetic of Guga Muga which is just this really playful, colorful, you know, vintage throwback kind of vibe. Um, and, you know, it's a really interesting format for storytelling. Um, you know, I'm, I'm really interested in visual storytelling, and this was sort of an, uh, an outgrowth of that. Um, and basically what it is is it's a series of five different packs which um, each tell a specific story So, um, or, or hinge on a particular theme. So we have a pack that's all about pork. We have a pack that's um, all about uh, hot dogs and sausages, international sausage uh, traditions. We have a pack that's all about booze. Um, one of the really fun ones to work on was this uh pack called what what mama made and it's all about sort of introducing the the matriarchs of some of the chefs that we're working with at Guga Muga, and just kind of tracing those those culinary uh, culinary heritage and that that lineage so it's really just kind of a fun and engaging way to tell food stories
3: i just got the one that has hey don't put that in your pocket it's going in my pocket <laughs> what? Uh, i got the one with hugh and andy from Pock Poc. which which pack is this
6: Right, so that pack is the brain the brain hack pack. And the idea behind that is, you know, we have these chefs that we are working with who are so inspiring. And, you know, I, they, they don't really, it's almost like it's almost a shame to sort of shoehorn them into a, into a different story that isn't expressly about how creative and inspiring and just sort of strange they really are. And, you know, they're, they're all just fascinating chefs for different reasons, and we kind of wanted to just crack into their gray matter a little bit and tell their their stories and interview them. So, you know, you have Andy Ricker, who's just, like, minutia-mad, you know, detail-oriented Thai food chef, and, of course, Hugh DeFore from M. Wells, who's just um, has this demented sensation about the way flavors go together and also just incredible instincts in that matter. And, of course, you know, Justin Warner from Do or Die, who's just really cheeky and clever and, is doing really interesting things with food out in bed sky. So it was just an opportunity to really kind of showcase those talents and have some fun with them because they're all just, just interesting characters.
3: I really love the uh, Mother's one, which I'm assuming is a nod to this happening the week after Mother's Day.
6: <laughs> um, that's just a convenient uh, quirk of the timing, actually. The answer but, um, is yes,
3: because we all love our mothers, right?
6: I mean, really, I mean, you know, I, I, I truly think that you know, so much of, you know, my interest in food, you know, can be traced back to that, to my ancestral kitchen, to my mother, um, you know, and, you know, she she really emphasized, of course, Jewish flavors in my particular household, but so many of us, you know, whether um, we adore the recipes of our of our mothers and our familial kitchens or, you know, sort of are mortified by them, it, it has a formative quality on the way that we approach and think about food. So we just wanted to kind of take a look at those, at, at that heritage and kind of introduce the the women behind some of the men and women who are serving us interesting food right now.
3: Awesome. So, uh, outside of the, so how can people get these trading cards at the event?
6: Yes. Yeah, so, uh, you know, they'll be, they're very limited um, uh, run. They'll be sort of available throughout the week um, leading up to the festival this week. But if you want to get a pack, obviously, you should go to the festival. That's the best way to get it. Um, there is the Express Yourself. Uh, <laughs> a site uh, hosted by Lexus where you can get uh, one of the packs or you can go to a show at uh, the Joe's Pub stage and you can get a pack there as well. So you should just kind of keep your eyes peeled at the festival. They're really easy to spot, you know, they're these bright yeah. pink. You, re- you really can't miss them. So hopefully people are going to be carrying them around and you can ask where they found them.
3: Awesome. And uh, what are you most excited about outside of the cards about experiencing uh, at the festival this weekend?
6: Um, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm really excited for the Flaming Lips. Um, I'm going to be running around all weekend, and I'm actually, um, I know that uh, uh, another, uh, Liza Deguia, who from Food Curated, a little video series about um, the burger that they're serving at Jeepney at the festival, and I definitely want to taste that. It just sounds like so right up my alley with that kind of like fermented sausage ground into the beef, and it's just my kind of thing, so I'm excited to taste that, too.
3: That's great. Well, Jordana, I want to thank you so much for coming out Sort of on the phone on Snagit tunes. It's so much better to see you in person. I love that smiling face. I know. Well,
6: hopefully you can hear my smiles.
3: I can hear your smiles. Um, I know that uh, <laughs> we'll be there as well. We're going to be hanging out with Doug and Brian on Sunday and Mr. James Murphy for the Big A Ice Cream Disco Party. Hopefully we will yeah, see. Yeah, I can't you wait for that for, to dance. We have some really fun things planned for that. And I know that tickets are still available for Friday night uh, for the uh, Yeah and the Flaming Lips and the Darkness. And you can go to brooklyn.googamooga.com. Um, Greg, you're just slipping all of those into your pocket. I left you five packs. <laughs> yeah, but what if you have the two that I want? Uh, probably. Ugh. All right, you have good taste. Jordana, you are the best. I can't wait to see you this weekend.
6: Thanks, guys. See you at the park.
3: Thank you. Um, all right, well, we have Purex coming up live in studio, They patiently. Are you guys fed? You good? Oh, yeah. And, uh, and then we have Carter from Midnight Magic swinging by for a hot second to give away a couple pair of tickets, uh, and he will be on at the end of the show. What well, we got coming up in between this and that? Uh, we are doing a little shout out to Benjamin Curtis from School Seven Bells. Uh, he was diagnosed with cancer. He's going some, through some treatment right now. There was a really great benefit for him at Glasslands this week. Shout out to Ben. We know he can beat this. We have Welcome Purex all the way from Austin, Texas. Hello. ATX. Uh, <laughs> first, uh, first hard thing question favorite taco go Damn.
7: where and when? That's tough. Damn, I have so many tacos in my memory. It's like, yeah, I love like Mitre Lita. This taco truck. Yeah, Lita. Where's where that, where that one? No, first, uh, yeah. Yeah. okay, that's up there. yeah uh, shit man I just see torches, dude I yeah. don't care I'm a Taco More just type focus. of guy <laughs> Wait, you know Taco More?
3: Oh. up on the north side no
7: I don't, I don't think know I know that, that. oh where's, that's a screw- where's
3: it at it's up it's up north I don't even I forget it's in some like shopping mall complex it's awesome that's
7: always where the ones are yeah like some random yeah well nice
3: yeah. oh, that's the place guy? that has like they have not heard of environmentally safe like anything everything is in like styrofoam yeah, like, yeah, yeah oversized it's awesome yeah. it's okay. awesome, it's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So, welcome. How are you guys enjoying uh, Brooklyn, New York?
7: Chill so far. Yeah. We just got here. Where would you guys come in from? Ham- uh, Hamden, 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 Connecticut. Yeah, Connecticut. How was, oh, was the show? Interesting. It was <laughs> define so? interesting. Yeah. Uh, boring. boring. Far- <laughs> sparsely populated. Hamden, <laughs> Connecticut. I don't even you know. Where like, is that? I don't even know. I, don't know. No, I, I
8: couldn't I don't tell I
3: you. How does one wind up there?
7: I don't know, dude. Booking agents. Yeah, booking agent books a random show yeah. before New York. And then you're yeah. in Hampton, Connecticut, hanging out with... No like, good
3: moments? No good kids? No,
7: actually, oh, there, was, sure, yeah. there was cool people there. Oh, uh, okay. But there was, a, there was actually a badass thrift store that was, like, kind of connected to... it's like, this little complex, which is cool. Like, thrift store, well, show, that's bar. that's
3: what uh, those towns breed. The yeah. one cool restaurant, yeah. thrift store, venue by yeah, some good. kids who were like, we're just going to do this here until we can get the fuck out and yeah. go to some other city.
7: Yeah, yeah. totally.
3: That yeah, was cool. Um, so you guys are on tour, You're digging like, it, like, in the midst of yeah. it. Deep.
7: deep. Deep in this deep. thing. Yeah. yeah. How's it's touring cool. life? You guys
3: tour well together?
7: Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. The first tour By the way, brought.
3: you can't really ask that question. I can, front, t- I can <laughs> totally <laughs> ask that question. No, I hate <laughs> these motherfuckers. Um... <laughs> Not yet. Pure Here's X breaking line. up live on Snacky <laughs> Tunes. For some yeah, show. right, dude. Um, what's the food situation? You guys, do you guys have someone who takes the food lead on where you're going to eat.
8: Yeah, typically, we brought a juicer on tour, which is Ooh, yeah. the Ooh, best thing helps. we've ever done. Yeah.
3: So yeah. it's like your rider just all like just fruit and veggies. veggies?
8: Yeah, I mean, veggies and fruits. We pick up veggies and fruits along the way, and then we juice them in hotels. That's good
3: because yeah. without that, you probably I have trouble living in New York and getting enough stuff without getting a juice. Yeah, yeah, yeah vitamins, especially
7: yeah. on the road, because you know it's just like hamburgers, pizza. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. It's like well, every, is, every this is this is not this, this is not this is
3: better. Than this. Yeah. this is yeah. way above average. But this is not this has vitamin P in it. This is not your like vitamin C though. Yeah. <laughs> um, why don't, why don't we hear a song? Why don't right. you guys, well. I would say rip a tune, but it's not really a rip a tune. It's rip No, no. Why don't you why don't you introduce us? This is summer vibes. Yeah, right. Okay, here we go. Pure X live on second. What song are you gonna play first?
7: We're gonna play this uh, Merle Haggard cover. It's called "Silver Wings." Yeah.
2: Silver wings shining in the sunlight, roaring engine. Somewhere in flight, they're taking you away, leaving me lonely,
0: silver
2: wings slowly fading out of sight. Don't leave me, I cry. Don't take that airplane ride, but you locked me out of your mind and left me standing here behind silver wings Shining in the sunlight roaring in gentle somewhere in flight and taking you away and leaving
3: why did you choose to uh, lead with the cover? What does that song do for you guys?
7: Uh, it's fun to play. It's
8: fun to play. We're sitting in here with two acoustic guitars. Yeah.
7: So. <laughs> a lot of uh, our songs, you know, it's like, like translating them just to acoustic guitars would be kind of hard because there's so much stuff going on.
8: There's much better songs to to play on acoustic guitars.
7: I, ca- I like that. That's a, that's a good approach. Uh, so the new record
3: comes out tomorrow. Yep. I need to know, how did you meet Patrick North? <laughs> Patrick were you guys trading Bitcoins? Yeah.
7: <laughs> oh, you guys really do yeah. know Patrick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, don't, well, I don't know. One of our 7-inches uh, came out like a couple years ago, and he just hit us up over email. And we just kind of yeah. sparked up a relationship over email, and then just met him and liked him. and yeah. Yeah, it's just, he's, a, he's an easy guy to like. Very oh, yeah. easy. He's hands-on one of the
3: best people I've ever met.
7: I I
8: say that too. I hope he's listening.
0: (laughs) I love him.
3: He's he's super rad. Patrick, why aren't you here right now? Yeah, where are you? He has too much work. Uh, Oh, yeah. Poor guy. Uh, Well, I mean, they have... That modular festival in Croatia yeah, 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 is, like, yeah. in two and a half weeks, so... They're yeah. having a festival in Croatia? Yeah, yeah,
7: on some island. What? It looks amazing. Yeah. It looks amazing. It yeah, looks amazing. Cool. I thought I was
3: over a festival, so I saw that one. I was like, I want to go to that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I want to go to that, too. Patrick,
7: what's up? Yeah, Patrick, <laughs> what's up? Richard, Actually, um, yeah. yeah, Patrick, what, let's call it... Joe, we call it? <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> We're going to need... Let's get him there. online. Honestly, what? what's that, like, two of his Bitcoins that would yeah, take this over? Just right, throw Bitcoin, man. Yeah, his yeah. So oh, yeah. how was the uh, pro- process for writing this record different from the earlier 7 Inches and L- first LP?
7: It was completely different, actually. It took, like, the complete opposite approach, whereas, like, all the stuff prior to that had been recorded completely live in the studio. And this one was, like, just a regular studio album. Which before that, I had, like, fucking despised for some reason. I got in this zone, personally, where I was just like, fuck, I'm so sick of sitting there and track the drums, you know, and then track the bass and shit. I was like, let's just do it all at once. Get in and get the fuck out and go do something else, you know? But this one, we had, like, a shitload of time, so we just chilled in the studio and worked for, like, two years almost. Did, right. it click, did it click for you? You're like, oh, yeah, now I see why people make these type of records. Oh, well, I mean, I had made those type of records. Oh, we okay. had all ma- oh, yeah. made those type of records before, so, oh, yeah. I mean, it was just like a... You know, it was just what was just happening. just wanted to change it up. Maybe. Change it up. You know, yeah. you gotta change it up. Yeah. Keep like it fresh. It. Keep it fresh. And that's what this record was, changing it up for us, you know. So did you find that
8: uh,
3: a new type of sound emerged from doing it
8: this way? Absolutely. Changed completely, like, um, I mean, before we would write, write a song, practice it up, and go record it, whereas this time we wrote a lot of songs in the studio. They just kind of came out of nowhere and just, like, took shape went in weird directions that they never would have gone had we just been trying to play them live
7: so yeah and we had lots of time to like perfect all the little nuances in there whereas on like the other record you know there's nothing like that it was just like okay that's what we got whatever roll with it yeah Yeah. what suit do you guys record out of we recorded out of this well we we recorded this album out of the studio in austin called shine studios and with uh this guy steven Orsack, who has engineered all of our stuff um and is a really awesome fucking dude and uh yeah we pretty much just follow him to whatever studio he happens to be in he has like this amazing huge two-inch tape machine like uh yeah, yeah. until now he
8: hasn't really had a, a, a space and i think he's moving again now too but
7: like the whole time we made this album yeah, That's which cool. was awesome. Whereas the other album was, like, recorded in, like, ten different spots or something. Houses. With houses and, then, and, in and studios studio. and, like, wherever yeah, we wherever. could get yeah. at the time. What was
3: the food sitch in the recording process? Oh, man,
7: what, what was it? Lots Juices. of... Food. Juices. yeah, definitely. Yeah, okay. cheese, juice, lots Juices, of... Juices,
8: pizza, actually, because like, there was a good pizza spot. <laughs> it's like the,
7: the, the studios over on East 6, so a lot of the trailers... St- that's oh, over yeah. on little Eastside King over there. Yeah, oh, Eastside yeah. King. East dude, yeah, I think, yeah, you know. Yeah. Dude, Side, I know. You know. Eastside East Kings. I
3: like Eastside lot Yeah, East King a little, yeah man. man. Shout out to Paul Key. Yeah. And Dino. <laughs> yeah. I totally. Uh, Should we rip another tune? Yeah, sure. It's something inspired by the Eastside. Yeah,
7: sure. Uh, yeah.
8: Yeah. <laughs> okay.
3: Eastside East of. Eastside East of, East of my tacos. Uh,
8: uh, okay. Cool.
2: It's a question of time.
3: I have to say that I think the hammering was oddly on beat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think so. Too. Right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. I went with it. Yeah. Uh,
3: so thank you to Roofer yeah. for making that added percussion. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Weird. Oh, I see Carter. What up, dude? Uh, that was really nice. That was
2: the world version. That was the <laughs> world the version. World.
3: You know what the summer brings to Brooklyn, don't you? It's uh, like crust punks and drum circles. All
7: right. Cool.
3: Yeah, sort of. Cool is just a word. Here, cool cool just is a can. word.
7: So. Going right
3: now. Yeah. <laughs> what up, man? What's up, man? <laughs> uh, what, we're gonna get you in one second. <laughs> oh. uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I want to ask like, you guys. Have been, and lived in Austin for a long time and made music out of there. How has it changed over the last few years, five years, ten years since you've been there? It seems like it's really evolved and created its own scene in the past. Uh, in the past, like few years,
7: condos. Yeah, and condos and. People from, I don't know, all over. A lot of people moving to Austin. I think it's changed. I've been there in Austin, I guess, like, almost 14 years now. And it's like, Jesus, from just in that time period, it's fucking changed, like, completely, I feel like. There would be periods where, like, I would, like, leave for, like, six months, and I'd come back, and it'd be like, (laughs) like, all these fucking buildings. Those are the high-rises, right? Yeah, just like, (laughs) that's a high-rise I feel like the music has gotten
8: better, though, like... There's there's still tons of you know good old awesome bullshit. Music. Yeah, I was gonna
3: say. I mean, with the influx of people, there's obviously all the downsides, but I would say like there's more people to support. Well, it's us. like
8: yeah, like us and all of our amazing friends all have shout out some shit bands going on. Yeah, <laughs> give give some love. Troller survive. Uh, wait, the name's God's Troller, gun. Wait, Troller survive. Troller,
3: Troller. 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 <laughs> oh survive I it was like troll or survive like a really dark internet like <laughs> type band troll, troll. <laughs> troll, or, su- troll or, survive <laughs> or survive troll or Dude. survive yeah, that's good. Yeah. I actually want that's a, get hybrid. a tattoo that could be a hybrid D. troll or survive that's a knuckle, knuckle
7: tattoo yeah. I think uh, there's a bunch, man. Silent Diane, that's yeah. awesome. Oh, I uh, saw
3: them play uh, this backyard party during South by. Oh, cool. They were amazing. They're Dude, great. they yes. were so good. They're they they incredible. Fucking with the generator because they had too much shit wanted. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. Not on purpose. It oh yeah, yeah. yeah. They were yeah. so good. Yeah, there. What, what show was that? It was Ooh. someone's back. It was like on 51st on like the Thursday night somebody threw like a house party Oh, and they, played, yeah. they the, it was so at our funk, f- it was at our friend, our friend John's, John's place oh yeah, place. yeah. yeah. I actually yeah. lived right down the street oh yeah right near that donut shop yeah yeah which yeah. is awesome yeah totally well.
7: yep. but uh, yeah they were really really good awesome I mean, they were on True Panther I think or their yeah, first yeah. they have a 7 inch yeah. out on True Panther yeah
3: but I mean so yeah I mean I know with new spaces that are you seeing like music venues getting edged out or is it just new places cropping up all over I think
8: there's kind of a shortage of decent venues in Austin. That's there's plenty of great bands, but uh, as far the as venues you know, are pretty bleak, really. Yeah.
7: yeah, I don't know. I have like mixed feelings about the whole music scene in Austin because there is like ten everybody and their mom and brother and cousin are in five bands each, you know. But it's like, hmm, I don't know. The vibes, are, I don't know. I don't know. I have mixed feelings
3: about it. I mean, as a band from Austin that is, like, on Patrick's label
7: and, and now touring I mean, do you think a lot of bands get out of Austin, or most bands just, like, stay Most there? That's, most bands stay. That's yeah. the thing. That sucks, you know? And it's like, if you stay in Austin, dude, it's like nothing's ever gonna happen, you know? It's like... And how were you guys able to find, like, a road out, or just, was not like, we're going out? We just fucking go, man. We had to, you have to get out. Like, we yeah. only play Austin, like, two or three times a year. We try to keep it pretty minimal in that regard and try, yeah. would rather you know i feel like road. a lot of bands
8: they're getting getting to this rut where they just play shows constantly in town and for like no reason you know
3: i had a buddy who uh, i knew a long time ago there was like a local chicago dj and he told me something he was like chicago you're, there's two types of djs there's the guys that stay home and can pack a club like a thousand people every week right but never leave <laughs> or there are guys who can travel the world can't get a gig in their hometown the same yeah, and he was like that's, and that's it there's never dude, two ways and I feel like New York's yeah. not really like that but, I, but New York I guess, is sort of like that kinda. I could see
7: that that's kind of how
8: we are honestly yeah that's <laughs> a, that is how we are like
7: we get better crowds out of town than we do like in town yeah, I feel like because in town it's just like our friends right. generally they're like oh yeah we've, we've seen them yeah, and all like, their previous projects <laughs> yeah, be, exactly, yeah exactly yeah. and he owes me 10 bucks so Yeah, Diana, yeah, yeah. or totally. I'm not paying
3: yeah Um. well uh, I wanna we're gonna have one quick announcement sure come on over here buddy thank you I love it. Carter's hey, one of hey, our favorite bands Midnight Magic who are hey, playing this week Uh, And you guys got a show coming up Yes we do
9: Um, We have two shows actually this week May 16th, this Thursday at Brooklyn Museum It's Teen Girl Fantasy, Us, Midnight Magic and Dan Seltzer. Tickets are free with museum admission You can tell I'm reading this (laughs) You're you're doing doing great Cool And then Saturday, May 18th At Music Hall of Williamsburg, Midnight Magic We're headlining with Spank DJs and um, uh, Slow Nights Amazing. Awesome. I'll be and there. You guys
3: are giving away a pair of tickets to Music Hall? Yes. Guest list? Where yes. Can they, where can they hit you?
9: I'm, you know what? Andrew didn't tell me. What's hit, your email address? Hit them on Twitter. Um, yeah. Hit us at, on Twitter at Midnight Magic Sounds. Great. Yes.
3: First person or randomly chosen.
9: Yeah. It, whatever you feel like.
3: Whatever you yes. feel like. Hey. We'll, we'll,
9: we'll sort it out. Just Just eat Twitter us. We'll sort it out.
3: A shout <laughs> out to you being on SNL.
9: Oh yeah, you yeah. saw that. Yeah, yeah.
3: Matt and oh, Ryan Lewis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those horns. I feel like you guys are like the go-to horn section. We're we're getting there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, how and the David Byrne tour and all that stuff as well.
9: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we're that's we're slowly. Pretty, that's yeah. pretty go-to. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> I I feel like the uh, the guys from um what what is it uh the Manahan Street Band like that label and that scene like they're so okay. call. I mean, they were like Jay Z, Amy Winehouse, like who? They worked with. They were backing up Jay Z. <laughs> oh sorry.
3: Oh, haha. Ha ha ha. ha, ha. <laughs> he's, he's off paper and you're fucking with him? <laughs> That's What's, what we do. What's your problem? No, it's really going to be a lot of fun. And aren't you guys doing yeah. something at the uh, Ace tomorrow? Yes, we are playing
9: at the Ace tomorrow. I cannot. It's the, Think four, the four year time. anniversary party.
3: Kind of yeah. keep it like a secret. Eh. Anyway, anyway We'll see you guys tomorrow night It's cool All 12 mm-hmm.
9: listeners oh. Oh.
3: Wow Ooh. Zing Thanks. Zing. 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 Zing Midnight magic Thank you
9: <laughs> 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 That's what I That's what generally like, You know when I show up to a venue And I'm running late I'm like hi I'm with the band Like which man The one that's talking really rudely And obnoxiously
3: <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Yes No uh, it's, it's fine Brooklyn we it's We we play hard Yeah, yeah we, we play, play hard <laughs> play I do win Anyway we'll see you out this week Alright thank, thank you, you so Greg. much. Thank you Darren uh, And Purex thank you for being on the show Yeah Record is out tomorrow where can people get it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, where can they get it? <laughs> stores, <laughs> Pam stores. was like, tell into the microphone. By the way, thank you, Pam, for setting this up. Thank you,
7: Patrick, as well. Yeah, good yeah, PR absolutely. people. Stairs. Always amazing. The record, definitely. Pure Purexmusic.com. Yeah.
3: What's the... Uh, t- you guys on Instagram? Oh, yeah. yes. What's
7: pure... Pure underscore underscore X. X. Two underscores. Yeah. Double.
8: Double. Double
3: underscore. underscore. That's another yeah. good Austin name band. Yeah. yeah. Double yeah. underscore Double X?
8: Double underscore.
2: But you already... That's-
3: Stole their I Twitter like handle. The troll, so. yeah. troll, 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 su- troll, or survive. Troll or survive. Troll to survive
8: is <laughs> You have uh,
3: Music Hall tonight and 285 Kent uh, tomorrow. No, it's oh, we have Mercury, Mercury, Mercury tomorrow, tomorrow. Oh,
7: and 285 Kent the day after. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so you have a night off tonight?
8: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What
7: are you guys, yeah. guys going to do? Oh, man, you don't even yeah, know. We're, we're going gonna... to paint this town purple, dude. Yeah, that's <laughs> you right. know what I mean? <laughs>
3: Uh, I don't know what that means. I don't but know. I, can, I cannot wait to hear what that entails. Uh, thank you, man. We have uh, Small Black uh, on next week, which should be pretty exciting. And then, uh, yeah, thank you for tuning in to Snacky Tunes. Uh, what are you guys going to take us out
8: with? Uh, a little JJ Kale cover.
3: Awesome. Yeah. Love it. All right. Thanks for listening. Uh, see you next week.
2: So gently. In a You're the best I